Corey, how's it going today? Great. Man, the sunshine is shining. It is. It's amazing. I don't know that we should even do this podcast today. We should go out <laughs> and continue hitting tennis balls in the brief interlude of sunshine we have. Yeah, the one day we could have actually played, we're in here talking. That's a good point. We should have been doing 97 podcasts every day it was raining, and then we <laughs> would you know, be free here today. No, but there's some stuff to get into. Yeah. There's some little tournaments we want to talk about. Right. Little uh, little uh, Delray Beach, apparently a uh, white man only tournament. American dominance. Something. Something. You think it's Ryan Harrison or Donald Young? You think they got in a scrap in this one? <laughs> well, it's easy to dominate when you're the only ones in the field, Americans. <laughs> hey, don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> hey, I got a new toy I'm going to share. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Can't wait. Yep. Um, and, and I know you don't know anything about anything, <laughs> it, but there's a big story. Yeah? A big win. A big win for a player that I think I may rekindle my uh my flame for so we'll hmm. talk we'll talk about that more maybe some literature <laughs> oh i got some literature in the grab bag too jeez oh, that's your that's your that's your up right up that your is. Alley, right? i'm gonna get everything you ask me L- literature so we'll talk about all that and maybe some more um on the revolution enjoy from mz studios in dallas texas you're listening to the tennis revolution podcast We are back with some good weather. I am fired up for tennis today. I'm coming in hot. Coming yes. in hot. We actually both had tennis today for the first time. Literally the hot because it was above 40 <laughs> degrees and it wasn't raining. Didn't it feel like it was like 85 and Man, it was like 60? I'm just, I, I felt like I was in a desert. I was standing on the court and I felt like I was walking across the Sahara Desert. And for the record, he's not even playing. Yeah. Just huh? watching tennis. Just standing there. Standing there yelling at children. Um, no, but it's it's been... Um, I've been trying... I've described... Welcome to the revolution. Oh, yeah. Welcome <laughs> to the tennis revolution. And, uh, I mean, do we have to welcome them? They're already here. I mean, obviously, they're they like, you know what? They already know what they clicked on, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. No, but welcome anyway. Uh, I was trying to figure out the name of this story. Now, you were an English major. Is that oh, correct, gosh. sir? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say no based on what's coming next. <laughs> math. It was a math major. <laughs> four plus four. Yeah. No, the the weather has reminded me of a story, a short story I read years ago, obviously years ago, oh, geez. by one Ray Bradbury. You heard of the fella? Fahrenheit 451? Oh, my God. Is that God. how hot it was? Yeah, no. <laughs> there was a story about, it was like a group of children were, like went to school on like Mars or somewhere. Okay. Is that nothing rings a bell to you? Is that not anything? <laughs> Sounds like the Twilight Zone, but um, but I'm sure. Well, that's... it like rains like all the time, and the sun only comes out like once a year or some ridiculous amount, like once or I whatever. See. And so it's the, like Alaska. The kids were horsing around. What? Well, yeah, but. Oh my God. <laughs> but all the time, not. Yeah, but n- it's not darkness based on the tilt of the Earth. It's rain. <laughs> Could you please get with it? <laughs> so anyway, so um, it rained all the time, but the sun only came out once every whatever. And this little girl that was in the class, I guess they were horsing around and locked her in a closet or something. And then the sun comes out and they all run out and play and they forget about her and she misses it. So she's going to have to wait another whatever for it. I don't want to read story. It's depressing. Yeah, uh, brutal. Um, that's what it, you felt like for the last month. Well, no, it's been, that's, uh, yeah, it's been like, you know, I didn't want to miss today because it might be the last time it's sunny for another year. Right. D- does that ring a bell? It of, doesn't actually, oh but that's God. what's really, and I say that not to, not to cover up my own ignorance about my subject, but it, that is what's crazy about, you know, people that have English degrees. There are so many different stories and novelists and, and books that, that other people focus on, like different teachers teach different things. So it's basically right, whatever you th- had. This isn't. Stephen King, or, I mean, this is an actual Ray Bradbury is yeah. like a you know right. a, a pillar of you know what I read it and I'm an idiot. But what I mean by that is like Shakespeare wrote probably 250 plays, so you know I'm not gonna 
I haven't read all of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. I guess. Whatever. Um, unbelievable. And watch, so, he probably wrote like 40, and I'm saying 250. I don't know how many he wrote, but he's, I mean, you know who he is, at least. Yes. All right. Fahrenheit, so Fahrenheit 451 was his most famous. All right, I got it right here. Boom. I found it. I found That's it. That's what I love Thank about the internet. Thank you. We, no, no, I remembered it. I found it. <laughs> I found it in my old English notebook from uh, eighth grade. No, Google, of course. Um, all summer in a day. Wow. Nothing? No, I never heard of it, actually. God, you're the worst. <laughs> Oh, look, followed by Fahrenheit 451. Oh, so it came see? out right at, at right before. So it was. But they weren't related. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you don't even. I don't know. Why would I know that? Um, So for homework, you read Fahrenheit 451. I'll read that. I've read, for, I've read Fahrenheit 451, too. <laughs> Do you know why? You know what 451 is, means? The you temperature know? that fire happens or something like oh, that. Oh, my God. How are you so dumb <laughs> on your own subject? <laughs> That's a sign. That's going into science, not English. That's no, no, no. It it is, but, yes, but it's it does not explained in the book. Yes, uh, because that's the temperature at which paper ignites. See, I was close into fire. <laughs> English major. <laughs> Holy hell! That's English major. You talk your you talk yourself into getting did you, the right answer. Did you get your degree from a mail-in service somewhere? <laughs> was it just got out it a couple? from a reputable university, but only hire the best quality faculty? Oh, God. So Ray Bradbury was apparently not on the cur- part of the curriculum. <laughs> it should be. It, the, it, they're science fiction-y. Yeah. If you're not into that, you might not be into it, but it was good. Yeah. And thank you for this NPR <laughs> English Rainbow podcast. There we go. But you are not reading Rainbow. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> How does anybody read anymore with DVR and, and podcasts like this and if it doesn't light up Hulu. I want no part of it yeah I guess the Kindle you're you're right that's about the only way oh man so all right well tell there was exciting tennis this week as we're talking about no there I think there was I think there was I think we've had this discussion that we don't mind smaller tournaments um as a matter of fact I would say based on my feeling towards what this era is all about I prefer smaller tournaments because I feel like they uh, they hide the fact that this era sucks, right? Because the big the big four and now currently the big two don't play in them, right? And so all these other players get their time to shine, and it makes them look a lot stronger <laughs> when right. they're just playing against each other, right? Um, but yeah, so anywho, um, it's like watching the NIT uh, in basketball. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> the 65th best team in the country wins that every year. That's right. No, we did have some uh, some some 250-ish tournaments and a little bit of 500s, and I don't know how the women do theirs. I don't know what any of that means. Oh, that's so annoying. Uh, but we had Dubai for the women, and it, it, they call it a premier event, so I don't know what that means. <laughs> then we had Rio, which is a fiver. That's the old fiver. Um, that's Rio de Janeiro. And that, you know, that reminded me of the old, like tournaments from the nineties where it was like every clay court, four syllable name player was in it. Right. Uh, and it was, it was back when they, when they, those players played those tournaments all year long and didn't even bother to try to play hard quarter grass. It was like the feel and you looked at these players, you're like, gosh, these guys are all amazing. But then you realize, oh, it's on clay. That's why. Right. Which, uh, Hey, I think we've talked about this. It gets me every time. Once clay season starts, it it grabs me. Yeah. Um, but you're right. I mean, you know, it. the The problem would be solved if they, uh, if Djokovic figures out his union situation and can <laughs> set the schedule. And he calls us. Right. Well, or, I was going to say, just about the time you get into clay and you're really excited, then we're going to go to a month of hard court. Yeah, Novak, give us a call. We'll help you out with the scheduling, um, <laughs> what have you. Um, so anyway, see, uh, yeah, so we had Rio. We had Marseille. That's French, <laughs> by the way. Um, he was a French major. No, uh, <laughs> but my French apparently is better than your knowledge of <laughs> I knew that was literature. Uh, and then we had another, that was a 250, and then Delray Beach, a 250, and apparently uh, that was all the American racist players were in that one, apparently, because <laughs> um, that's what we're doing now. If you're white and you're an American, you're a racist. Right. And by the way, Jack Sock was the one seed for that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I did get a uh, 
a listener email that said, "Go easy on Jack Sock." <laughs> and then, but then she concluded the email by saying, "No, he really deserves it." So people agree with us; they just don't want to say it. Well, listen, and this came about organically. Yeah, our feelings towards Jack Sock, I think, are complimentary, right? In general, uh, but but where he is in the rankings and what that really says about this whole situation about the the strength of the men's side of things i think it's pretty clear well and i think if you just the, the biggest indictment on him is like we go through the list of the best american players you know you get McEnroe and connors and agassi and sampras and roddick and then it's jack sock it's just not even in the same conversation not that not that there hadn't been anybody the last 10 years so it's not just been him it's been isner and other terrible players recently too but well, it's not, just I mean listen we're spoiled not terrible right. I mean just because they're not all time great doesn't mean they're terrible if at he all if was Liechtenstein he'd be, <laughs> be hugely famous <laughs> so, <laughs> wow um, oh Jack Sock we love you we love you buddy. so he won the tournament because he's really good right yeah he was the one seed yeah, so he so should he had to have roll right on through he top but, 10 player in the world a lot of depth in American tennis right now. <laughs> That's usually a word for me. There's the top of the game sucks. A lot of depth in American tennis. <laughs> uh, no, he lost to the six foot seventy Ryan Opelka. Oh, Riley. Uh, Riley, uh, whatever, uh, man. <laughs> he's uh, not good enough in the rankings to know his name yet. So, anywho, and he's so. mostly in challengers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, losing a guy like that, though, I'm not gonna. I'll criticize Jack Sock for a lot. I'm not gonna criticize him for that because. People lose to players like that all the time. When I will say, when you have a countryman that you probably play with more, yeah, you're more comfortable with them. I don't know what their history is, like training wise, and right. you know, coming up through the junior ranks, et cetera. I don't know, but I would assume that they probably were aware of each other. Yeah, I don't know. If I think he's younger. Yeah, but um, you know, I but yeah, know. I mean, you know, all the top Americans. Well, and maybe. they train at the same places. Yeah, maybe. Um, at your club. <laughs> yeah, of yeah. course. So you're responsible for Jack Sock. <laughs> Damn yeah. it. We uh, listen, we're Jack Sock fans. We really are. This thing happened organically. I don't think we did ever come on the podcast. We didn't mean for it to turn millions. into a, a whole situation. I'm serious. Um Well, but, I think the other reason we get mad about Jack Sock is because we I think we both think he has potential to be a lot better, actually. Right. Which is a compliment. Right. He just doesn't and I guess if you looked at his ranking, you would think, oh, he's improving, he's doing a lot better, but he's really not. That's the thing. Right. There's nothing that's really changed in his game in the last two, three years. Yeah. Um, so Sock loses to Apelka, and then Apelka loses, loses to Gojo. Oh, gosh. Peter yeah. Gojowicz from Yemeni, and uh, and then he makes the finals. Wow. So um, Stevie Johnson lost to him as well, to the hmm. same guy that Gojo. And... Uh, let me tell you something. You know what the story is? You didn't watch a single drop of tennis, <laughs> did you? It was Not raining. Tournament. Literally, it was raining the entire like for the last week and a so half. Just like here, yeah. And you're stuck. Oh. Into, no, 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 here. Oh, you mean here? So Sorry. you have no. You could. Oh no, I was out playing tennis. Why would I watch them when I could play? T- right. It didn't. It, there was no, no tennis to be played. No. Francis Tiafo. Oh God. Or Tiafo. Not oh God. He won the damn thing, and he beat. Shapovalov okay. along the way. Okay, wait for it. Uh, he, he beat Gojo in the finals, so for whatever that's worth. Um, he beat new Korean sensation, Hyung Chung. Oh, yeah. Yeah, huh? Three sets. I thought that was where they were playing the Olympics. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> please, the Anti-Defamation League or whatever, please. <laughs> I think that's Jewish. I'm not sure, but... Either way, whatever's Lilac. like non, Lilac. whatever's not like non, like anti-Asian group, right? Call in because Jordan needs some straightening out. Um, he also beat in three sets, Juan Del Potro. Wow, yeah, the play, old he plays that tournament two every seed. Year. So he put it on some players in, in some tough matches, but uh, he gets all the way through and actually had to play. Uh, he got rained out. And had to finish his match in the morning and then play again later hmm. in one of the rounds. And uh, but he comes through, and so it's not. We talk, we joke about you know some of these tournaments or whatever, and and the lack of depth. But in terms of that tournament, I mean, all that these, was a good field. 
Well, his his half, his yeah. co- you know, his part of it, um, his path, I guess, uh, was pretty pretty good. But here's what's irritating about tennis. So those are all the matchups you list that are all compelling matches, and we've talked about this by the podcast. For me to even know about those, I have to do all my own research to look up. Like I don't see any promotion and hear any news coverage, nothing about that. So it's like you have to be a really self motivated viewer, right, to go find out when these are on and what channel they're on and right. what time they're playing. Casual uh, viewers are not. No, I'm not seeing an things. ad for you know for Tiafoe versus Del Potro on ESPN or on online somewhere. Well, it's not. On, it's on Tennis Channel. That's that's. Yeah. That, I guess that's the good thing and the curse because. Obviously, ESPN two, which was where most most ESPN tennis would would be, yeah. has a, a you know hell of a lot more coverage. Well, than, and I don't think I've never seen Tennis Channel advertised on any other station or online. Whereas you see ads for ESPN on you know Fox or right. for every anywhere. Right. So I don't know if that's a just not part of their plan or or they don't have the advertising budget or what. Because so, I do feel like people would want to see those matches if they knew about them. Right. Yeah. No. No. I mean. If you, I mean, I don't know who Gojo is. Apparently, you know him. I've seen the name. He's. I don't think he's a top. He's definitely not a top fifty player. He's probably in the low, you know, near a hundred. Nope, thirteen. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just totally <laughs> made that up. In him this and, day and age, wouldn't surprise me. Him and Ray Bradbury, right there, right in the <laughs> wheelhouse. Um, no, but yeah, that's. Um, I think he's definitely an exciting up and coming American. I don't know if he's going to be Federer, the right. next Federer, or yeah. whatever. But um, he he. Looked pretty good. After I mean, he lost in the challenger here in like the second round. That's all right. He has that kind of Sloan Stevens issue where he just, in bigger tournaments, he does better. But right. then you get in a minor tournament against some unranked player and he kind of doesn't have it. Do you have, have you ever had a player like that? That was just like when the lights come on only? Yeah. Um, no, not not like that because I don't think. Or even like, in, I feel like it's more common in the context of in a match. Like the closer the match is, the better they are. Right. I'm sure you've had people like that, right. but I don't know about where situationally you come out, you're playing some Sometimes tiny college and they don't even well, bring think, their game. I think it's more level. Yeah. So level you, you play you play somebody that's at your level or better and you, you know, raise your game, you play people lower and, it, and it's tough to get going. But do you think that's happening after the match starts or before it even goes in? He's saying, oh, I'm playing some guy 200 in the world. This is going to be a waste of time. Could be. It could be that. It could be a lack of motivation. Or, to be honest with you, it could be a million other factors that we are completely unaware of because we don't know what his daily schedule is. He could have been, you know what I mean? Yeah, I and mean, you can't have it every day. I mean, and you can't traveling and unless you're Federer. Unless you're Federer. And the weakest. Era. <laughs> We're going to put a claw, like a, a bell every time we say weakest era. Bing! <laughs> no, actually, I have something for that. Uh-oh. I don't know if I should bring it out in the first half or wait until after the break, <laughs> but... Uh, if if it gets if it gets to be way too much, don't take my computer and break it, <laughs> but just like hit me or throw something at me. Yeah. But uh, I've got a new toy. Oh gosh, I know. So when I asked you about Ray Bradbury and the story, and you couldn't think of <laughs> anything, I should have made it into a contest. I should have said, "Hey." I bet you can't guess the name of this story. Right. I mean, you would have stumbled around like an idiot. No, I wouldn't even. And you would say, I don't know. I would have said. You get nothing. You <laughs> lose. Good day, sir. Nice. Yeah. So it's called a soundboard in the business. <laughs> Willy Wonka. I like it. Uh, nice. You get that See, reference, but not Ray Bradbury. Right. Uh, Roald Dahl. Willy Wonka. Chocolate Factory. That's the old school one, not that's this right. Johnny Depp nonsense. I've actually never seen that, but I don't want to see it. The Johnny Depp? Yeah. Uh, I've seen parts of it. It's horrendous. Yeah, see, I don't want to see that. Yeah, Gene Wilder is a genius. Yeah. He, Gene Wilder is a comic genius. Something we agree on. Can you believe that? Again, it's pale, thin-haired people. You're just fans <laughs> of... Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> And that I don't know. That's not racist because you don't like other white people, right? But only if they have that skin susceptible to immediate skin cancer from walking <laughs> to your mailbox. Yes, um, that's why you have me on the podcast. Yeah, you turn red immediately, right? So, and Gene Wilder is very, very fair skinned. Yes, um, but uh, yeah. So I've got a soundboard. So I've horsed around and added some things. See if any of these matter. I think we can add them into the show and really enhance the quality of the show or 
we can be sick of it immediately after this <laughs> because it's you, it's stupid. Do you have enough sounds yet where we don't have to come in? <laughs> <laughs> Just hit play. Right. Play random sounds. Well, you're kind of hour. a robot already, so why don't we... <laughs> I don't know what you're so talking that, about. So that was Willy Wonka. You get nothing. So you know, now when we talk about women's tennis... You play ball like a girl! Yeah, a little sandlot. Very inflammatory. I, you I like know what? It. I'm done. I'm not giving you the answer. I got you. You're gonna guess. All right. You're gonna guess. See, I, I've seen that movie and I love that movie, but I don't know that I would have gotten that. Yeah. Um. That's when that other cool with all the uniforms baseball team rolls up yeah. and all their bikes <laughs> and they're you know you fart sniffer you know right. he's like they're calling each other names and that's that's it you throw like a girl that's it now this day and age that's a hashtag me too right uh but. It was a simpler time. Yes. So that so you're gonna have to guess. Some of these are pretty easy. So if you ever come to your senses and go against my theory that Fetter is played <laughs> in the weakest air and all that, and you try to mount some kind of, you know, case against me, right, then I'm just gonna say The defense is wrong. Great movie. What is it? Name it. My Cousin Vinny. Wow. Now, if Jack Sock... (laughs) (laughs) If Jack Sock is on the court for Davis Cup, I actually feel pretty good about that. He's an American. He brings heat for his country. He's, you know... When he's good in that kind of a setting. Yeah, he's all about it. Yeah. And so, when he's about to play, and, you know... It's going to be a tough one against a good team, like any other team besides, like you know, <laughs> any team. Um, I think I think we could beat Vermont's Davis Cup team, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we're in the second round. What right. happened? So eight. yeah. Oh my god. So if uh, if we're going into a Davis Cup match and we really need it, and Jack Sock is right there for us, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Well, that's Jack Nicholson, obviously. Okay. That's not a few good men. It is a few good men, sir. Oh, see, yeah, what's, yeah, what's the, that's not the you can't handle the truth that everybody always uses. No, of course yeah. not. That's too cliche. Right. But we need Jack Sock on yeah. that wall. <laughs> and we want him on the wall. Yeah, I mean. Not just need him. We want him on the wall. Well, and <laughs> relative to the era that we're in now, he's a great player. <laughs> hey. Now, I don't know if this one apply to Jack Sock when he's not at Davis Cup. No. But it might. And this is, he goes out on the court, and uh, what are his chances? 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, I've heard that line. Oh, see, I'm not going to get that. That's, but that's one of those. If you know it, call in. Yeah. All right. That is Paul Rudd. Okay. Yeah. In <laughs> Anchorman. See. Anchorman. I was going to say one of those 80s movies, but it wasn't. It was set in the 80s, but it wasn't made in the 80s. So that was when he puts on that tiger yeah. piss or whatever it was. <laughs> panther. That, yeah. Whatever. The panther piss. Yeah. Uh, I think Ray Lewis uses the same stuff for his <laughs> uh, rehab. Yeah, exactly. So that was, you know. All right. Now, this might be really apropos very soon. So let's say Jack Sock <laughs> is... Coming to town. Never ends for you, Jack. Hey, we love Jack. So let's say Jack Sock is in town. Not in town. In the state. And his first round match, he's down a set and a break. Houston, we have a problem. Another great movie, Apollo 13. Apollo 13. Houston, we have a problem. So if he's down (laughs) in Houston at the clay court tournament in Houston... (laughs) Uh, we can play that because I think he may have trouble. Although, again, another tournament that's good for the Americans because uh, nobody comes over here playing play on green clay. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, the South Americans and Europeans hate us for the green clay. And I, I hate that that's... I like green clay. They I just hate that that's an ATP clay court tournament because the field is always <laughs> so... Like you're so in it. bogus. And, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I could win a round in that hey, tournament. Hey, you know what? If you play Jack Sock... <laughs> In the first round? Houston, we have a problem. I think Jack Sox got a problem. (laughs) I'm not going to go that far. Hey, but if he hooks you, if he hooks you. You cannot be serious. You knew I had to have that most cliche tennis clip of all time. Of course. All right, now, if 
you ramble on this podcast or somebody actually does call in <laughs> and we can't understand them. Right. What we've got here is failure to communicate. That's deep in the archives. I will be highly I'll be more impressed if you get this than if you would have got the Ray Bradbury story. <laughs> See. Even though you're an English major. Again, I know the I know the clip. I was gonna say something something old like Doctor Strange Love, but I don't think that's It's not a goofy movie, but it's not a comedy. It's a war it's a war movie, right? No. Oh well then never mind. See, I have no clue then. All right. How about And I've probably seen it. How about Paul Newman? Okay. Nothing. How about George Kennedy? Oh, geez. If it's not the hustler or the color of money, you're not going to get. <laughs> <laughs> you're, a, you're a two-trick pony yeah. with the old cool hand Luke. Oh, yeah. I see. No Have way. you seen it? No. Holy hell. You, you're done. You're <laughs> off the podcast. you got to see that movie. That's your assignment. Yeah. To not watch tennis. Oh, check. You do that already. <laughs> um, You have been working, though, right? Oh, wait. No, it's been pouring down. Right? <laughs> it's the Olympics. <laughs> Good point. I haven't watched that either. Damn it. Till they get tennis on ice, I'm not watching. Yeah. All right. So that's Cool Hand Luke. Uh, 60s, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe early 70s. <laughs> Probably 60s. I don't know. But that that Cool Hand Luke. Classic. It is a classic, actually. It really is. And uh, let me tell you something. That Paul Newman, he's a looker. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So now when, when McEnroe says, You cannot be serious! You're going to say, Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Come on now, that's easy. Airplane. Or oh, airport. is that a movie? Airplane. <laughs> airplane. The original. The original. How was airport related airplane? It wasn't. Oh, okay. Airport was a disaster. Like a legit, oh, so airplane like, was a spoof off airport. I mean, I don't know. It was just a spoof in general, but okay. yeah, possibly. But yeah, airport. I think it was Airport seventy seven. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was a serious film. <laughs> uh, disaster, one of those disaster yeah. flicks. Um, so not too bad. All right. Let's see. If I'm watching Leslie Nielsen, it's Naked Gun, not Airplane. By the way. Right, but he's still brilliant. Yeah, in all of them. All right, so now you have taken this movie clip quiz. <laughs> and it's my turn to respond to your answers what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things i have ever heard you got that one yet Mm-mm. really no well let me continue <laughs> at no point in your rambling incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought how about now? Is that Matthew Broderick? No. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. Okay, how about now? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> nope. See, I've seen this movie. Um, if I tell you... Is this the theme of the podcast? No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Meaning that we don't know what we're talking about. Oh, I see. No. Um... If I tell you the star of the movie, it might give it away. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But I they're on a game show, it sounds like. Eh, maybe. Maybe. All right, I'm going to give you the I'm going to give you the star. But Adam Sandler. Oh, I my uh wife gets mad at me because I hate Adam Sandler. What? <laughs> Um, that's well, it's not Happy Gilmore. Un-American. Oh, it's Billy Madison. There he's the test. is. Yeah, the original. Album. There he is. It's not a game show. But he's taking the test to get through all the grades. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How horrible was that movie? Some say it's yeah, a cold that's classic. That's his second best movie, by the way. What? That tells you all you need to know about Adam Sandler. <laughs> well, what was his first best? Happy Gilmore is amazing. No one can dispute that. But well, his second best was not this. What would you say, Grown Ups or? I think Grown Ups. Grown Ups, just because of the collection of talent well, in one movie. I, I didn't know if this clue would have given you a better hint, but I was going to say Pete Sampras's wife. Nah, I I do remember now that she was in that, but I don't. But after the fact, yeah. you that wouldn't I should have no. given you that clue to make you look <laughs> even dumber. I would have said my, my best friend's wedding or some chick flick. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, he uh Bridget Wilson Sampras yeah. is in it. She's the love interest of old William Madison. 
So there you go. That's our clips that I have so far. I can add more. We'll call take, in. We'll take requests. Call in if you're interested in hearing dumb clips, and we'll just <laughs> stop talking all together and just hit buttons. <laughs> so what'd you think? You like the soundboard? I like it. Yeah, I like that you already have the scenarios in mind of when you're going to use them. It's perfect. Well, every one of them was put together with you saying something stupid in mind. <laughs> um, one of your dumb ideas. Well, you're never going to get to use them then. <laughs> you cannot be serious. <laughs> So eventually we'll have our own sound effects guy, and he'll just press that every time we say something. No, I, I'm i going to try my absolute best to not abuse this yes. privilege. And honestly, outside of emails from listeners or calling in, uh, I'll let you veto following. If you go back, oh, you don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, if you, uh, what do I do with all my time? No tennis, no podcast. You do nothing. What yeah, do you apparently do? Apparently not. You drink a lot? <laughs> no, you don't. I don't um, remember. Nice. So anyway, we talked about nothing. Yes. We've talked about, well, we did mention a couple of smaller tournaments and, um, and all that nonsense. There were, I mean, there were some results and you should pay attention to those. I, like I always say, I think one of the overriding themes of a podcast is, yeah, you can watch Dubai on TV and Svitolina beat Kazakina. Was that on Tennis Channel, by the way? Okay, listen. Or BN. Listen. <laughs> Tennis is sexist. I don't know if you knew that. But they're, I mean, it's been ridiculous, but no. I'm telling you, they're, they're, they're going to, they're playing with fire by doing this because I'm telling you, there's so many people that don't have BN. Well, thank goodness the men's turn, the men's uh, tour carries the women. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You cannot be serious. I will say <laughs> that it, it, that they are connected and tied together in that regard. It's still, I think, unlike a lot of other sports, I really do feel like tennis is tennis. And and so if you're getting all hyped up about tournaments going on and you're only getting the men's broadcast of it, as soon, it, I guess it keeps you entertained and and so you don't forget about tennis. Right. So then when women's comes on, you're just like, oh, okay, yeah, well, watch that too. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Um. Well, and that's one thing about the Olympics that I do really like is like that women's hockey game. Everybody was talking about that. Right. Um. You know, if you had a women's college hockey game, you know, three months from now, nobody's pay attention to that necessarily but at the olympics you they're able to get that buzz for every sport regardless of gender and i feel like tennis is the same way when it comes to the grand slams right so you're not you're not in favor of olympic tennis are you oh what do you mean i like olympic tennis you I don't hate, <laughs> hate olympic tennis i mean i don't necessarily like the way they do it in terms of just the format but well, but you I, just don't want any form of tennis in the Olympics at all. Well, it's it it's almost uh, it's like soccer where it, that's not their most important four year event, right? And tennis is already an international game, and we already have an international tournament. Well, two now, yeah, Fed, uh, the Labor <laughs> Cup, um, and so I, you know, I, I think it's an additional thing, and it's a treat because it comes up, or you know, it's. Somebody like Federer can say, "Ooh, I've got right." You know, all Gold, they make the golden slams right. and all that. So, it, you know, it's fine for the players, I guess. But I mean, you know, no, I don't like it. I hate it, and I, I hope it get. I think the only thing that Olympics should have, or like the original type, yeah. like Greco-Roman wrestling, naked. I was watching. We were watching something called Mass Start a Wait couple a days ago. Wait a minute. Did you not? Nothing. I get nothing <laughs> for Greco-Roman naked. wrestling, naked. <laughs> Sounds, sounds Do I need wonderful. to add that to the soundboard? Just add <laughs> naked to the soundboard? Yes. Would you respect it more if I... Yeah, no, no I, I only hear the sound clips. I don't hear you anymore. But you know what I'm talking about. Like the original, yeah. like, pugilistic type, like you know... archery. Maybe not even that. No, nah, they, they had archery back <laughs> then. Back in the whatevers. Yeah. When did the Olympics start? One mile run. Oh, who knows? No, I don't either. 1800s? <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> That's when it came back. 1800s. Oh, but I'm well, talking yeah, about you're Greece. Talking about, yes. Yeah, in, in like zero AD or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, that's just nonsense. Yeah, wrestling. I know what you mean. I Listen, think there's a way they could do tennis better where it actually goes country by country instead of just random. Oh, you mean Davis Cup? Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, we want to get rid of that, so we just make it Olympics. Well, you know what's years. funny? I guess that's that. maybe I do like Olympic tennis because that could be another source to where they can change and tweak. But they're not going to do goofy stuff. But they can maybe change the format slightly. Right. And put even more pressure on Davis Cup to do something with their lives. But anyway, that's Well, I'll tell you what I like about it that's different than any other event. Do, I, do you have to? 
<laughs> no, go ahead. Is the the players play singles, doubles, and mixed? They don't do that in the Grand Slams. They don't do that in right. Davis Cup. So they you well, got it, all the players yeah. play everything. So that's something that that's about the only differentiating factor in terms of just the tennis itself. Yeah, hmm. interesting. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like you know if Federer and Warinka win doubles. I don't feel like Switzerland won the gold. No. I feel like Federer right. and Wawrinka exactly. won the gold, right. as opposed to <coughs> man, I can't stop coughing. As opposed to like it's hot weather. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You're a doctor and a meteorologist. Meteorology was my minor, <laughs> and medicine was your. Um, yeah, but if they did something along the lines of where they, you know, like a college match where you have different spots playing different events and the points are added up or something, yeah, then it'd make more sense, but. You know, Switzerland didn't win a gold. Federer and Waterinka won a gold. Right. So, whatever. All right. Who cares? Who cares about tennis in general? I got a specific <laughs> tennis. No, I know. That didn't sound right. Have I got some news for you? More controversy in part two? There's a player who got his or her biggest win, maybe of her career. <laughs> you might be thinking, well, who could that be? Is Serena back? Lately, that's not saying much. but That's a good point. Uh, well, you will find out when we come back. It's time to join the revolution. Go to our website, tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get the latest episodes, email us your questions and comments, or give us show ideas. All right, we're back. Are you on the edge of your seat? I am, even though I know this time. For once, I know what we're talking about. No way. <laughs> All right, so this player got her biggest win, and uh, and I think it should Doha, be Doha Oh, sorry. I think it should be. Uh, I think it should be celebrated. I think it's really going to boost her career. <laughs> so Eugenie Bouchard got a big, big win. You're just saying that because of who she got the win over. <laughs> Jack Sock, <laughs> sort of. That's why you're, yeah, exactly. That's why you're happy about it. Uh, I am, I am. So I think Eugenie Bouchard has replaced a certain Russian somebody um, <laughs> because she is helping me one lawsuit at a time take right. down the U- Eugenie Bouchard won her case against the USTA. If you are not familiar with the USTA, she was suing the USTA. Uh, because she slipped and fell in the locker room at the U.S. Open, got a concussion, and then turned blonde and dumb and started taking bikini pictures. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she did that already. <laughs> no, she slipped and fell, got a concussion. I, I don't I don't remember her being out like, you know. That's what I just said today. I said, didn't she just, wasn't she back the next week? <laughs> and losing, yeah. which may be whatever. But yeah, the, uh, unspecified, whatever. But she was... She was suing, and so that means the USTA was the defense. Right. And the judge said, The defense is wrong. There it is, baby. <laughs> I literally downloaded that clip just for this bit right here. Um, yeah, unspecified amount of money, but. Well, I don't think it's been decided yet, has it? Yeah, I think so. Well, I don't know. I the, think the damage part is still to come. All the Twitter uh, stories. Um, well, maybe the I don't know how long. But I've works. heard it could be ten to fifteen million dollars, which is insane to me. Holy hell! That means our league fees are going up. <laughs> Ticket prices are going up. Thanks, <laughs> Eugenie. But I mean, so I work at a club that has locker rooms. At Duck Club. <laughs> if somebody came in and shuts the lights off on me when I'm in the shower, and I fall down coming out of the shower, like whose fault is that? Because don't I have a towel right next to where I got in the shower? What the hell does a towel have to do with it being <laughs> dark? Well, yeah, but she fell down because it was wet, I thought. Or dark and wet. Well, I think they uh, they thought everybody was out of the locker room, and I think they applied some kind of uh, floor-type oh, right? situation. Okay. Like a wa- they waxed the floors or something? I don't know. I, didn't hear, I don't remember that. I didn't know that part. I don't know anything. Everything I'm doing, I'm making up. Um, <laughs> but so, second part, if somebody comes in and turns the lights off on you, Aren't you going to scream and yell or do something? You're not just going to, you know, sit there quietly and wait till everybody leaves and then try to walk out. Right. Right. Well, so on uh, tennis.life, which <laughs> describes you, quite frankly, you're just, you live the not life. like that? Yeah. 
That's a good website. Right. Uh, so tennis.life, I guess.com. I don't know. It just doesn't have anything. No, it's just dot .life. Huh. I guess dot .life is possible. a new, what do you call those things? Like what is dot .com URL. and dot, dot .net? No, that's the whole thing. But what's the little thing that's the dot whatever? Suffix or whatever. <sighs> Finally, he gets an English <laughs> question right. It's not. I don't know what it is. Any, the extension? I don't know. That could be. That sounds good. So tennis.life, um, which is a web-based uh, situation, obviously. Um, There's t- so many tennis- people right now thinking about how stupid we are. I don't know what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, so we just, about- <laughs> they just figured out we were stupid. That's all we talk about tennis. Um Anywho, so there's a story um, on that website about it. And one thing it does say is the terms of the settlement were confidential. So apparently there was a settlement. Now, I guess you can have the settlement and then also damages on top of that or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, maybe when I first heard the story, that part of it hadn't been done yet. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Um, Yeah, so she sued the U.S. governing body, U.S. Tennis's governing body. This is all quoted, by the way. Bouchard had sued U.S. Tennis's governing body after she slipped and fell in a training room. So maybe not the shout, you know, maybe not the locker room. It was a training room. Um, and I think part of it was I read somewhere that they were talking about how she was claiming that the trainers encouraged players just to go in there by themselves and get their own shit, like you know, injury ice <laughs> right. and you know, because so athletes, of course, you're one. You'll know this, but people out there. <laughs> Uh, you know, you have a training staff, and one of the things you do, you get playing. You got to yeah. ice certain parts of your body. You get swelling down, and for recovery. And uh, I'm having a hard time picturing Eugenie going to get her own anything equipment, right? <laughs> so, um, but anyway, so I, I guess that's sort of one of the things is that nobody was in there to hold her hand. I guess. Well, so if you're, let's say you're the judge, and you agree that the USTA was at fault. Mm-hmm. How much money are you awarding her? Like, how much money did she lose because of that injury? Well, I think she had to pull out of the U.S. Open. She did, yeah. And okay. I think she was in the quarters Ooh. around a 16. Hmm. Well, certainly. And she had made two semifinals fairly huh. recently in Grand Slams. So certainly I would say that you would have to consider the possible <laughs> <the> possi- <laughs> that she would have beat <laughs> Serena or somebody. <laughs> um you know, just for the fact that, listen, I'm in this tournament. Right. I'm, you know, obviously at the quarters or semis or whatever. So there's a chance. Yeah. Um, and I need a laugh. I need a laugh on the sound bar to use that extensively. <laughs> um, you know, so you have to kind of like be like, oh, okay, she could have won. So factor in that prize money. And then did she, you said she was back the next week? Is that, are you for sure? No, I'm not. But I mean, I don't. He's make shit up. She was well. Nobody plays the next week after Grand Slam, but good point. I don't remember her being out that a significant amount of time, like you said, the rest of that year. Is that when she fell off? No, she was already falling off. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I mean, if you're giving her that prize money, let's say to the finals, which to me would be generous. If you said she was going to make the finals for sure, you know, that's an extra probably million five hundred thousand to a million. To me, her biggest argument against her is if she played in the next week or two, that tells me that the injury's over. All right, so instead of asking each other questions <laughs> that we don't know, I will refer back to tennis.life. Yes. A New York jury decided on Thursday that USTA should pay 75% of the damages owed to Bouchard, but also found the tennis player bore contributory, contributory negligence of 25%. Let's see. Meaning WTA? No, the player. Okay. Yeah, we maybe put some shit on the floor, but hold on to a rail or something. (laughs) You know, so I guess um, she was seeking damages for her physical and emotional suffering. Of course. As well as lost earnings both on and off the court. Because you can't wear a bikini when you have a concussion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wondering how that affected her off court. After not playing a complete match for the remainder of 2015, which who really does, as you mentioned. (laughs) Thankfully, the judge was not a tennis fan, I guess. No, I don't know that. Yeah. That's not tennis. So if she didn't play the rest of the year, that's that's That was 2015. Reasonable, but there are no major tournaments for the rest of the year except for the year end. Right. So she didn't lose much prize money there. Yeah, so, I mean, it's interesting. I think I'm not surprised that the USDA is at fault somewhat. I'm a little surprised that uh, he got as much as I heard that was being discussed. 
Yeah, we don't know. I mean, yeah. obviously, but listen, if it keeps her uh, afloat and uh, you know she can pay her bills and and you know really, I'm sure the gas <laughs> bill was late and the rent was late. <laughs> what um, I did say is, don't you think if the OC offered her a couple hundred thousand dollars when that happened, it would have been over, and that she would have said yes, and that would have been it. <laughs> well, yeah, because she probably wouldn't have thought right away. Oh, wait, let me get a lawyer. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure she probably busted her head pretty good. I mean, I don't doubt that she was all busted up. I remember the, you know, the time frame, and I remember sort of the, you know, the talk about the incident. I don't remember it, but. Well, I remember when Azarenka fell on that treadmill, and she had a default the tournament. I don't remember her suing the treadmill manufacturer or the gym. Right, but but the gym wasn't throwing marbles onto, <laughs> onto the treadmill when it happened. That might have been her, her opponent doing that from the next treadmill. So, yeah, I just think it's, I just hate the precedent that any of these lawsuits, it's always, it's nothing's ever our fault. It's always somebody else. Yeah. I think there's some of that, but it, it, it could actually be a, a scenario in which there was yeah. some factors that led to some negligence on, I mean, you know, every person that works for the U S open during that two weeks is the USDA is responsible for. Well, and I think the other factor is that, you know, almost three years later, two and a half years later, and she still hasn't seen great results. So is she going to tell me that that concussion still having lingering effects two and a half years later, which I know their concussions are bad, but people get many concussions before they start to see effects. Right. Yeah. No, I, you know, what are you going to do? I just, apparently I just hate to see anyone get money. <laughs> <laughs> you but want it all. The fact that it was from USDA, I guess it's a positive. That does make me happy. That makes me happy. Uh, but, yeah, so that was a big deal. And apparently, like I said, it happened in 2015. So it's been, you know, over two years, two and a half years, according to, again, the article in Tennis.life. Um, so there you have it. Eugenie Bouchard, now she can be your sugar mama. <laughs> She's got maybe maybe 15 to 20 mil. Yeah. God, that seems excessive. Oh, she probably makes that yearly anyway, just off endorsements. So what I'm going to do now is I'm booking my flight for New York for September. I'm going to get a pair of high heels. <laughs> I'm gonna grease. Oh, yeah, get one like you don't have them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not that kind of podcast. <laughs> I'm going to grease up the bottoms. <laughs> and I'm walking into the USTA. Right after we just said <laughs> <laughs> the bottoms of the shoe. <laughs> and I'm walking into the USTA training room and try to make some money. Whoa, 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 so, yeah. whoa. so, sir, you weren't entered in the tournament. You didn't lose any earnings. <laughs> Sorry. I was going to make it big. <laughs> I was going to make it big. Well, there you go. So, that's, uh, I don't think there's controversy because I don't think anybody has sympathy for the USTA. Right. I mean, it's a, you know, ginormous, you know, money factory. So, and I don't think we want to know how much money was spent by them defending this case. Holy hell. That's probably more than what they're paying Eugenie. The defense is wrong. <laughs> uh, I think that is. Pause attraction. Yeah, there you go. You remember. Yeah. Um, Not in a book. I remember it. So what is that? Should people hate Eugenie Bouchard now or, you know, is it going to, are they going to be wishing ill will for her career now? I mean, I think you have to, I don't think anybody necessarily cares that much. You, it's like any sport winning cures everything. You can, you can, you know, kill your relatives. And if you're winning, people don't care. There's unless you're tennis singer apparently, but, <laughs> but for the most part, if you're winning that people don't tend to remember these things. Oh, he played in that tournament in Delray Beach too. By the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what to tell you. About Obviously, that. didn't make it deep. There was literally all white male tennis players were in that tournament, um, <laughs> and uh, Twitter was not happy, not happy at all. But uh, no, Donald Young. He's not white. No, I know. I'm saying oh. he wasn't in it. <laughs> That'd been interesting to see. And if I was the tournament director, I would have cheated and putting them together again him and <laughs> him and uh ryan uh, harrison well and there are a lot of valid no he was he was in it i was gonna say there are a lot of valid claims of racism but i don't think you can the draws are pretty much made mathematically there's not much uh not much uh potential for impropriety there yep they Except were for the wild on, cards 
They were in the same half. And Harrison did not get out of the first round. Opelka beat him, and then Donald, Donald Young won the first round and then lost in the second. So no chance. No chance. I mean, I bet their schedule for the year is very similar, so I think it's very likely they'll play again. Does that intrigue you? Does that get you fired up? If men's tennis was on BN, would you get <laughs> BN online or what for that? Um, I would like to see them play again, sure. Do you think it's a conspiracy that they're just doing all this to get make a name for themselves? Um, I think that Donald Young just doesn't like Ryan Harrison, so he, you know, that was good motivation for him to come with that idea. I don't know that – I'm not going to say he made it up, but I just think that that would be good motivation if he did. Yeah. I don't think Harrison necessarily – I think he's just a jerk to everybody. I don't think he has a oh, he's definitely hatred towards Donald Young. I think he just doesn't like anybody. Well, some people are citing – he. Uh, so Ryan Harrison was playing in some tournament not too long ago. I don't know when it was. And he was playing a guy from Germany. And I don't know what was going on. I don't know if they were having beef during the match or what. But he refer, referred to the young fellow from Germany as a German MFer. <laughs> and he didn't say MFer. Yeah. He said what those initials mean. Um, now, I don't think that's racist. Right. That's countryist. Yeah. So I don't know how that correlates to him <laughs> you know, saying what right. Donald Young said he said. But, um, but, yeah, he's an idiot. He's definitely an idiot. Right. And he's an embarrassment. And he's certainly not the number eight player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so really, we ought to be thanking our lucky son. Yeah, no kidding. About three more injuries he might be. Um, but I definitely don't think uh, he's going to be a factor, you know, in American no, tennis. So that's so. the upside. He's had an upsurge, but not not enough to get in the you know, serious contention. I think he's had an upsurge for the same reason the rest of the history of tennis has had an upsurge. <laughs> yeah. Because it's awful right that's now. That's a good point. Oh, my you don't goodness. Have to play, you know, when you don't have to play the big four in the first or second round, which is what he would have to do normally. Right. That makes it a lot easier. Right. Yeah, if he um, if he was, you know, top 15 or 20, his asininity. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. I don't know. Asininess, asininity, um, would definitely be more on display because he's playing bigger tournaments and he's going to be playing all the top players. Um, but fortunately for <laughs> our American <laughs> sensibilities, he's not. Where is he ranked right now? Do you know? He got up in the in the high thirties pretty recently, but I bet he's dropped down a little bit now. I bet he's you know mid forties right now, maybe fifty ish. Let's find out. Again, I have a computer. <laughs> what I was going to ask you is, because we get since we get so negative with American tennis on this podcast, do you see any Americans right now? that are going to be Grand Slam contenders. He's 58, by the way. Yeah, so he's dropped. He, so he, so Federer has 10,105 <laughs> points. I mean, he's kind of greedy. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Ryan Harrison has 875. Yeah, so you win one tournament. Jack Sock, 2,880. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. You know how many I had at my highest peak? <laughs> Six. Hey, I knew that. Somehow. You want an autograph? Yeah, I've been researching right. you. I've been on your following butt your career closely. On your butt cheek. Auto- <laughs> um, so what the hell was I talking about? Yeah, no, I mean it's good that those guys are acting like children and they're yeah. not top twenty. Um, embarrassing American tennis. Well, I was just asking if you do, if you see anybody on the tour now that's oh. going to be a Grand Slam contender as an American. Hmm. I mean, Tio. Tio- He's Tio- the obvious Tio- kind of Tio- choice. Tio- He's the one that's had the most kind of. Just potential against big players. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. You obviously can't say Isner, Query, Sock. I mean, what? There's no reason to say any of those guys on grass with about 317 <laughs> things going right, like a couple of walkovers, some <laughs> six one, six two four, six between, two between two days between matches. A rain delay. If he <laughs> plays, if he plays a three, even if he wins the straight sets, but it's like five four and five. Right. He needs a rain delay. Yeah. Um, him and, really him and Query. Although Query seems to move better than he does. Uh, yeah, for for well, Isner has had horrible results on grass his whole career. Oh, Query's actually had he played the longest match in the history of tennis <laughs> and lost the next round <laughs> and lost the next round. But Query made the semis, didn't he? Two years ago, I don't know. He beat Djokovic, right? But yeah, none of those guys. I mean, you would think the U.S. Open 
but none of those guys. Well, here's I can't the, see a semifinalist in the Grand Slam here's for the, the next three years. The X factor is who's going to be left at some point if the big four right. either are injured or retire or whatever, and it's like it's going to be a, a crapshoot. And then be, we keep thinking somebody's got to win. I mean, they have to award it. Yeah. Out of the people that are in the draw, <laughs> somebody has to win it. Right. Maybe. Better a number one seed at 40. They just What they could do is just make the the previous year's champion, the defending champion, and and – Give them the tournament every year until like somebody wins in straight sets yeah. or something. You know, just it's not you know fourteen double faults. Not that bad out there. Well, so we had this. No, I don't see anyone don't unless either. that unless all factors miraculously can come together to where like the Red Sea parting, <laughs> somebody's quarter opens up and yeah. then you know they have one or two good matches in in tough spots and then whatever and then end up playing Jack Sock in the finals. <laughs> Well, we had this deal going for a while where my friends and I all decided to pick our top five for the end of 2020 and just who we thought it was be. And one of my friends said, this was like a year ago, one of my friends said Federer. And I'm like, Federer, are you kidding Wait me? He'd be almost 40. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait. So Yes, I have friends. Yeah, that, no, 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 that was, yeah. So you don't watch tennis. <laughs> you don't listen to the podcast. That's right. Your own podcast. Yeah. I'm listening to it right now. It ra- <laughs> you lived it. It rains every day, <laughs> like we're in a Ray Bradbury yes. story. <laughs> what a callback, by the way. There you go. Um, and you make you have, but you have time to make dumb predictions, <laughs> which just have no reason. And, and nobody will remember by the time we get to 2020 who picked who. Well, it's online now. I mean, it's on. That's right. Recorded. But so who say who I picked? Oh, are you going to call me out on that? No, nah, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, how, it's, a, it's just so dumb. Well, and so it's, but that's the thing. Like one of the, somebody said Federer and I'm like, Federer, 2020, he's going to be 38, 39. I said, that's ridiculous. And now here we are two years late, two years away. Tom Brady. And it's, it's, well, but at that time Federer hadn't won a slam again yet. Right. So, oh, I mean, so, so he was fading and I'm like, well, how, I mean, he's barely in the top five now. Do you remember when Federer was slipping? And Tiger Woods was getting his ass beat by his ex-wife with a golf club. <laughs> and right around all that kind of came together at the same time, whenever that was. Tiger was before that. But anyway, and there was a question. Like, I heard it on Mike and Mike back when that show was good. Um, <laughs> and various other shows, you know, yeah. who's going to come back? It, or either of them, better or Tiger Woods, going to win another major. If right. so, who's going to win one first? I pick Federer. Yeah. By the way. Well, there's a lot of people that still don't think Tiger's ever even going to get close to anyone. Man. <laughs> Man. Why can't we have a Tiger Woods in tennis? Oh, we do. Serena. <laughs> um, yeah, I would ask you who's going to win one first, Serena or Federer, but he's already won. He's already the favorite everyone he plays. Yeah, but hers is a medical issue, not a yeah. tennis issue. Cause I, you know, well, she'll be the favorite in Wimbledon, probably. I don't know, man. You keep hearing stories. Like, I, I heard a story... Or saw a story on Twitter or something talking about how she mentioned she almost died during childbirth. I knew she had some issues, but I didn't know it was like yeah. on the edge. I mean, I don't want to lose Serena. Well, and I say this only from a competitive standpoint. Is it better to have her playing Wimbledon? What do you mean? For women's tennis or for her? Like, I don't know that she'll be Is it better for the tour Oh, to have her playing? Because it's kind of the argument we had big four. I mean, if she's in there... She's always a force, but I think right now it's so up in the air with 10 players. I think most people agree with me. (laughs) No, that's it. (laughs) Nothing else. I was about to say. No, on on the the women's side, we've talked about it, how, yes, Serena is kind of like the big four all rolled into one by herself, but everybody else behind her is actually good. Yeah. So it doesn't look like a shit show when she's gone. I mean, sometimes it does, but- (laughs) For the most part, they're holding their own and carrying the game just fine. Whereas on the men's side, I don't know if you knew this or not. <laughs> it may be the weakest air in the history of men's. <laughs> well, the reason I say that is let's say that Nadal, Djokovic, and Murray are out, Hopefully. which they kind of are. Right. That means men's, ten- men's tennis sucks because Federer right. is like guaranteed semifinal, final every time. You mean victory every yeah, time? Yeah, well, pretty much. But now we have the same situation with Serena, whereas if she's out, we have no idea who's going to win. If she's in, it's going to be semis finals win every time. Yeah, but I think I think 
you have – I still think there's a chance for people to beat Serena. Yeah, I don't think more it, so than Federer. Cause, yeah, because I think she is far and above – you know, everyone, but they're also really good. Yeah. Whereas on the other side, Federer's <laughs> 117 years old and nobody can touch him. And I was going to say, if Serena's a little bit off, she, she will lose. If Federer's a little bit off, he loses the set. He wins, wins four and four instead right. of two and two. <laughs> so, yeah, I I think it's good for her to come back because, you know, she's the Beyonce, uh, you know, she's the Queen yeah, Bee. It's definitely good for entertainment and drama and all that. And buzz. I mean, people yeah. are talking about, hey, she's coming back from motherhood and all this stuff. But and, I'm just talking about just in terms of the tennis. I do. You know why? Because it gives them a chance to prove themselves, the other, the rest of the field to prove themselves against Serena now. Right. Um, and I, you know, I think that validates them. Well, and what's interesting is, you know, Sharapova come back, came back from over a year off, and she hasn't really done anything. Beat Halep. So Serena, oh yeah, in the first round. <laughs> that was kind of before Halep got her life together. I think she's she's come a long way. But Serena, then. she's now been out over a year, so it'll be interesting to see, like. You know, everybody thinks it's so easy for these guys. Federer's been the only person that's been able to do that, really, and had immediate success. Well, yeah, but the reason he was out is he needed to take time off. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of a... Well, he, he stayed out probably longer than he really well, had to. And I don't care what it is, whether it's an ACL or, you know, a shoulder or Djokovic's elbow, I still think childbirth, childbirth does more things comprehensively right. to everything. Your your body physically, your your body chemically, and I'm not saying she's a crazy woman, so please don't do anything <laughs> dumb. Leave me alone. But it does. You know, I'm trying to give her credit for giving life, for God's sakes. Um, but you know, I think having a child plus she had complications, I think that does a lot more. Um, and she's got to deal with a lot more issues when she's coming back. Whereas Fetter has an injury, it's like okay, that let's let's attack that from a <laughs> right. you know athletic training standpoint, treatment, all that play. You know, practice, warming up, getting yourself physically back ready and monitoring that while I'm doing it. Meanwhile, she just gave life and she's dealing yeah. with all the stuff that comes with that. So I, I think I think it's actually, you know, I, you know, she, I think it's going to be a lot harder. And so, so she's not slated to play Indian Wells or Miami that you know of? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't. So well, that's what I mean. Federer came back with a vengeance. I don't people. Everybody said she was going to get back and be real motivated. And I'm not saying she's not motivated, but. I think it might be harder than uh, people think when she comes back. Yeah, I think. Well, I think because all the reasons I just mentioned, and it's all all those reasons I just mentioned are also to some degree unknown. Right. Whereas, like I said, you know, Federer's got a known quantity. Oh, this is the injury. Here it is. Let's treat it. Let's deal with it. There's a lot more issues overall. Well, and the margins are so much thinner in women's, just because nobody sucks. Well, and there's. If you think the level right below Federer is bad, that's fine. It is. But there's a there's a level below Federer that's bad, and then there's after those five, six players, it gets even worse. With Serena, <laughs> there's 20 players that are just a little, little bit below her. Right. So she would have to beat four or five of those players to win, whereas Federer can beat, you know, five mediocre guys and then two above-average guys right. to win a tournament. Right. right. So I think that's the other thing that makes it harder for her. Yeah. All right, my friend. I think uh, – we need to quit wasting time in here doing this podcast and get out in the sunshine and hit some <laughs> tennis balls because apparently it's going to rain again next week. I was week. about to and say, so, we've got about one more day. So I would say before it starts raining again, get on that Ray Bradbury story <laughs> so you can understand what I'm well, talking about. Well, once it rains, then i got all the time to read it. <laughs> yeah. Cool hand Luke and book in my hand, remote in the other. <laughs> you use your time so wisely, apparently. <laughs> yeah, Dust off that awful uh, English degree that apparently did nothing for you. Yeah. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> It led you here to this podcast. All right, man. Anything else? I think we covered some good stuff. We did. All right. Well, UST will be bankrupt next week. Oh, hopefully. Oh, please, please, please. Except, listen, just run the just run the U.S. Open and leave us alone. All UTR leagues from now on. There it is. They're taking over the world. (laughs) They're taking over the world. Literally, the world. Yeah. International players on there. Yeah. Um. Oh, they're taking over the universe. Good point. Good point. So maybe that girl that got locked in the closet in the Ray Bradbury story, she's got a UTR. <laughs> I don't know. It's hard to play tennis when it, the say. sun only comes out once every 10 years. Um, yeah, we're complaining about that. Imagine there. Yeah. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, out there, everybody, listen. Spread the word. It's on you. Every, as I always say, you're a Pied Piper. A Pied Piper for tennis. So not just playing. Obviously do that. Obviously watch tennis. Those are two selfish endeavors, you selfish sons of bitches. 
get out there, share this podcast with people. You subscribe and share it. I think we're definitely going back to the steal your opponent's phone out of their bag on changeovers during league matches. I, I, that's what we're going to do. I endorse that. When it's raining, go download every episode. That too. Starting from the beginning. And Facebook them out, Instagram them out, tweet them out. What else is there? Who cares? Snapchat them out. <laughs> um, all of that stuff. Do all that. Spread the word. We are growing. We're just not. It's tough. Because yeah. it's all word of mouth. Right. I think I'm putting commercials on the tennis channel. <laughs> kind of money. So what if we did a Super Bowl commercial? <laughs> and then they came looking be paying for, for that for the next 50 years. No, no. I, I'd send them a fake check. Don't worry. We were, we're covered. Oh, good. We'd have to move to an island. Right. Um, no, but play Davis Cup. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so spread the word. Get out there. And don't forget, it's college tennis season. Support your local college tennis teams. They're out there. They're working hard. They're yelling and hollering and carrying on and have lots of fun. And it's a high energy and you know entertaining endeavor. Hell, if you live in Florida, drive to the national campus before the USTA ruins it and it's a ghost town. Um, and support college tennis. All kinds of college tennis is going on right now. We're right in the, the beginning of the season, about to get into the heart of it in March. Um, so forget about March Madness and uh, support what I like to call May Madness. That's when the national <laughs> tennis tournament is in May. It's never caught on, unfortunately, but I like it. Um, anything else? That it? That's it. All right. So everybody out there, I appreciate you joining the revolution. Spread the word. And we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Eugenie, call me. Bye.